0: Hey everybody, welcome back. You're listening to The Blodgett Show. I want to welcome everybody to this week's episode of Real Talk Tuesday. Today's topic is going to be expensive medications and dealing with insurance really sucks. This is episode 66. So, once again guys, welcome, appreciate you being here If you're new to this podcast, my name is Chris, I am your host I appreciate you guys being here, I uh, appreciate you tuning in um, So <laughs> So the topic for today, like I said, uh, um, expensive medications and dealing with insurance really sucks. You know, I gotta be all dramatic with that, too. The inspiration for that. I told you guys, uh, previous episodes, a uh, uh, fairly recent, um, diabetic diagnosis, within like the past two months, uh, roughly about two months, maybe two and a half, three months, Been a little bit, um. I just call it that long. It's probably been like, yeah, it's probably like two months. It's been November, early November when I got diagnosed. And we're in February, so. so yeah, about two and a half, three months. But, uh, I got prescribed one of those shots. The, uh, I think it's called Pajaro. I don't know why I said I think it's called It, it is definitely called Majaro. <laughs> I'm tired, guys. Can you tell? But, uh, um, so like all the other meds, like metformin and stuff like that, like my insurance is great. They never, never had a problem with them? Actually, you know, I'm, one thing I've noticed, is, is, like if I go to the doctor, and I'll get a bill. You know, my insurance will cover part of it, obviously. You know, but apparently, we have a high ass deductible. But then I'd then I'd go and get my prescriptions, and it's like there's a lot of my prescriptions that it might be like thirty or forty or fifty bucks, and yet when I, I go to pick them up. It says like two bucks, or even something else. Well, a couple of them are, like zero. Like I haven't had to pay anything. And then I get the, you know, when you, you get the uh, medication from the pharmacy, and they have a little printout that says you saved this much. You're like, oh, cool. You know, so and some of them you save forty-three dollars out of a forty-three dollar charge. Oh, well, awesome. Well, that's pretty cool. You know, but uh. Some of them was a little bit cheaper, you know, I oh you save five bucks. Oh cool, awesome. Hey, that's still something, you know. Like it might only be a fifteen dollar medication and I save like eight, so I end up paying like you know, seven bucks or something. I, mean, I can live with that, you know, not for a for a one month supply. But general, well, along with like the other kinds of like shots that people use for weight loss, but they're also there's they're they're, specific, they're specifically meant for diabetic patients but because a lot of people use them for weight loss, insurance companies are heads, they're they're not very open to uh, covering them, to pay for them. So when I initially saw my endocrinologist, she um, prescribed you know she pres- she prescribed the uh, Wagobi or not Wagobi she pres- prescribed the Majaro, but she gave me a trial pack. It was like a four week trial, like two point five milligram. Uh, No And um, and so I didn't need to, but I didn't need to get it filled for a couple weeks because I had a four-week trial, so that's cool. But during those four weeks, we were trying to get them covered with insurance, though. So by the time that I was gonna run out of the the trial pack, I was getting notified by the pharmacy that insurance refused to to pay for it. And so I, I reached out to my doctor. She basically gave me another. Gave me another trial pack so that I could, so i could not lose you know not lose any time so i can keep, keep on the, the medication while we continue to fight with insurance insurance basically told me and this is blue cross too which the blue cross usually is pretty good but i guess it depends on what you sign up for and i you know when i enrolled in insurance during open enrollment i guess i didn't pick a very good plan but, of course, you know how when you're when you're enrolling, there's not really a whole lot of information. It's like, you can get this plan with this deductible, this plan with this deductible. You know, so I picked, picked one of the ones that... I'm, I don't know if I picked the one with the highest deductible, or if I just, you know, picked... I think I looked at one that's not a high deductible, but the, the, the weekly premium wasn't like... I knew if I picked the lowest weekly premium, then it probably wouldn't cover crap. So I thought, well, I'll pick the middle one, you know, hoping for the best or whatever, and... For the most part, like I said, with uh, dealing with medications, they would actually, uh, you know, I feel pretty good about it because I'd rather I'd rather cover majority of the medications and, and not cover quite as much of the uh, of the medical visits versus the other way around, like, cover the visits, but then you, you're paying out of pocket 100% for the prescriptions, you know? And I'm sure a lot of you out there, this is kind of what I had to think for a minute, like, what, what kind of topic do I want to talk about today, and that was, this is actually something that was on my mind, um, the other day, like, I think yesterday's when what I was dealing with, this but, but, before I get to that, I'm going to keep, you know, on what I was talking about there, but, um, so... We had to. We basically it got denied, uh, so I couldn't get, couldn't pick up that prescription as far as the shot goes. But I was picking up the Metformin, which is 100% covered. Which I'm like, that's kind of weird. That they'll cover that, but not the other one. And when I called to talk to him about it, they're like, Oh yeah, yeah, it's, it wasn't approved because you don't have a diabetic diagnosis or a diabetes diagnosis. Something like that to do. I'm like, oh, okay, we'll have your doctor call in and they can talk to a part our pharmacy department talk peer, go do the peer-to-peer thing, and we, they, and she should be able to get it approved. I'm like, okay. So I went in and had my follow up with my endocrinologist, basically the diabetic doctor, I guess blood doctor I guess would be a better way to to explain that I guess, a describer. And I told her, I said, well, this is what the uh, insurance company told me. They said they need you to call in and do this. And she goes, well, you should be able to, to
1: uh,
0: file an appeal yourself. I'm like, I I tried to call them. They they specifically told me that I had to have my doctor call. She goes, well, that's really weird. I've never had to do that. I'm like, I'm just telling you what I was told. Totally I was like, I would totally appeal it if I was able to, but they didn't give me that option. She goes, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll give them a call. And I'll have my nurse call her, call them and uh, see what we need. She called and submitted the appeal thing for Like four or five days later, I got a call. I think it was like a Friday, Friday morning when I or Friday afternoon when I got up after, you know, getting done, get work of the night before, going to bed at like four or five in the morning, get up at, like one or two that afternoon, and get ready to hang out for two hours or whatever before getting ready to head to work and get Bill from Blue Cross basically, uh, the guy was like, This is a message for Christopher uh, My name is so and so with Blue Cross Blue Shield. And it, we got you and your doctor filed an appeal for uh, medication uh, Manjaro. And we just like to let you know that it was approved. So that's pretty much, there's no need for you to call us back. I'm going to get them, giving your doctor a call right after this to let her know as well. Thank you so much. I'm like, Oh, cool. Something like awesome. So a couple days later, I you know I went ahead and actually it was like Sunday when I was off, I, went, I was going in to pick up my other beds at uh, the, the Publix Pharmacy and I, and I asked the pharmacist, I said, I'm, I'm told that Blue Cross approved Manjaro, can you tell me if it's still going to be like a couple hundred bucks, because I know it's like a $1,300 medication. And he was like, no, it would be like 25 bucks. I'm like, really? Well, shit, okay. I was like, let's go ahead and do it then, because I'll i get that one along with the other ones. He like, all right, give me like 30 minutes. I said, all right. So, hung out for half an hour. Basically, I had to do some, some shopping anyway to get my uh, stuffed chicken breast and stuff. For my uh, and the uh, quinoa and French-style green beans for my meal prep, for me to get my meals set up for me to bring out here on the road. That's another thing, too, that, uh, you know, because I'm doing the... I have the glucose meter, that checks check my blood sugar, but because I do, I eat something before I leave, and a lot of times I'm not really snacking on the road, I'm just doing a four and a half, five hour trip to Illinois, and then I'll, I'll heat up my food out here, and I'll usually check, do the blood sugar check before I eat, just to see where I'm at. Well, I guess I bottomed out today, I was at like 69, I guess, anything below 70 is not good, so... A lot of times my lowest is like 75 80 you know and, but usually I'm, a lot of times i'm like 90 ish but it just means i gotta you know need to eat periodically just to maintain a decent they can maintain a healthy blood sugar level you know but which is weird because they're they like talking to my talking to my doctor about recent Marie, stuff or whatever like hey you know before i ever filled the script i was like or before i dealt with the issue they'll talk about here in a minute I messaged my doctor and say, hey, am I staying at the 5 milligram dosage for a jar or am I going to go up to the 7.5? She goes, I think I'm going to keep you at the 5 until we have a follow-up in March. Unless your, unless your blood sugar levels have been still like really, really, really high. So actually, if anything, they're low. Like, I'm very rarely, although but that's because I'm checking like 4 or 5 hours. So if I check like after 8, within 2 hours, I'm like 100-something. But well, usually it's a little longer, so by that point I'm dropping down again you know so but um so i submitted the refill requests because I, I used my last shot last week or last uh, sunday so i'm gonna basically be picking things up tomorrow or you know this sunday and uh basically um you know i got the, the notification saying congratulations your, your prescriptions are ready Cool. And you can log on to, to the actual website, to the or actually they have an app. You can log on the app and look at what scripts are ready, and I can see what I'm going to have to pay for them. And it'll show on the, you know, you owe this much for this one, this much for this one. And I, I was thinking, okay, the insurance is covering them now, so it should be like it should be $25 a month now. I log on there, and it shows Manjaro at like 240 bucks. I was like, whoa, what the hell? How did it go up from twenty-five to two hundred and forty? That doesn't make sense. All the other ones are like this medication is zero because insurance covered forty-five out of the forty-five dollars. I am like, but yet they're not covered. In the shop. So called the wife, told her what's going on. I was like, yeah, I am gonna have to call the pharmacy obviously to find out what's going on with them, and I gotta call Blue Cross to find out what's going on and why why it's not twenty-five anymore. So the next day I got on the phone, couldn't reach the pharmacy, because I guess they're on lunch from 2 o'clock to 2.30. I'm like, that's kind of an odd lunch time, You know, i thinking like, lunch is like 12? Like, two and three? Okay, well, I, mean, I guess it just depends on the, the business, I guess, you know. But, so I couldn't get through the pharmacy right away, so I called Blue Cross and got them on the phone and was asking them, and they said, well, I mean, yeah, because like, you might've had a discount card on there, and that's why it paid like 1325 out of the 1350 that's why it paid 25 but um you know now like this month with this one it like our your insurance with blue cross brought it down to a thousand and so if it's below a thousand that means that another discount card is probably added through the pharmacy or whatever and they're like basically your your deductible you still have a lot of a, a high deductible say four thousand or something that i still have to be before they'll Basically, pay it. I'm like, so basically, I have to pay another four thousand out of pocket before you guys will pay for the shot because of the deductible. She was pretty much I'm really sorry. I'm like, so I was like, well, you know, I was like, not your fault. So I sent a message off to my uh, my bosses to ask them like, because I told them what the deal is. I said, there's medications that I really need because i have you know got a diabetic diagnosis, I'm trying to get healthier, but I can't, I can't afford them because insurance isn't covering them because I'm a high-ass deductible, but it's something that I need in order to, to get better or whatever, to actually, like, work on my health or whatever. And basically, class asked, is there any possibility of being able to switch my my plan? Even though it's not open enrollment, could I adjust it? You know, like, change it to a different plan and maybe pay a higher weekly premium or whatever. That's fine, whatever. I haven't heard back yet, but it was like, yesterday. it was last night when I messaged, so i not surprised. Probably be like Monday when I hear back from her. But, um, <laughs> so then I got on the phone with the pharmacy and they told me that, yeah, we had a, it automatically applied a discount card to your, to Majaro, So that's why it covered 700 out of the thousand. That's why you're, or seven doors, like 740, 760 out of the thousand. So that's why your balance on Majaro right now is 240. And I said, well, is it going to stay at 240? I said, if it's 240 every month, I said I wouldn't like paying that, but but I could uh, plan for it, you know. I said I could put like 60 bucks every every Friday, just set it aside, so that way I could pay for my script every month if that's what I have to do. And she said, well, like it just depends on how much is left on the discount card. It's no guarantee that's going to stay at 240 well, that, because I mean, otherwise I would have tried to figure out how to go ahead and get it paid, and then I would just plan ahead, you know, but if it, if I pay it right now, then it's not going to, it may or may not still be, 50, you know, 240 next month, it might be more than that. And I'm like, well, 240 is kind of stretching it as it is, because that's a lot of money for one medication for a month. <laughs> so, I was like, well, let me see what I can do, so... One thing that I did learn, one thing that I that I wanted to look into, one other option I had that I wasn't sure how it was going to pan out, is probably about six years back, one of the brief times I came off the road trying to be home. I again, this is before I, before I did the local trucking job for FedEx. You know, which I should have come over here sooner, but I, of course, I never thought of it a bit. I, I tell people all the time. Like, I knew a FedEx, but for some reason I didn't really look into them too much because I, I was kind of hesitant about local positions anyway. Cause I thought, oh, I'm gonna have to be out of the truck and be in the trailers physically unloading everything. And I was like, I don't want to do that because over the road I was basically, um, you know, drop a hook or bump the dock and wait. You know, you're back in the dock, you shut the truck off, you sit there and wait to get a green light, you pull away and go, go check out with security. Real I think I've been in all the years I've been out here. I think I've, I can count kind on of one hand the number of times I've actually gotten in and had to help unload the trailer, and I was like, i prefer not to do it because <laughs> they don't give you the fancy, uh, the fancy pallet jacks or whatever, or the forklifts or whatever. They, you know, you have to go in there with the, the manual pallet jack, where you got hold, got a hold of the handle, and you're wheeling it in there, and you crank it up, so it lifts the. There's the Pallet off the ground with all the stuff, and you wheel it back out, and drop it again, and so. But should have looked to do with that suit, but but uh, back then I didn't have insurance. I was, you know, I think I was working for Publix at the time, and I didn't have so I didn't have insurance because I was part time so I went to the VA being that a uh, military veteran went to the VA to talk to them about like, cause I heard you could get, you know, medical coverage, like insurance or whatever through the VA, if you're a veteran. So I was like, well, I'll go check it out. I'll see what, see what they say. So I had to go in there and I don't even remember the majority of the appointment. I think I got checked out a little bit, but the only thing I remember is being in the office at the end of it and, uh, basically filling out paperwork or whatever. And, um, signing a form and basically told congratulations, you have you have insurance. Thanks, sweet. Thanks, you know. I gotta go back and get an actual identification card, even though I haven't I obviously have my regular driver's license, but what i what I remember, you can actually get a VA um, ID card showing that you're an actual you veteran which i need to do this that way if i go in someplace place like yeah we offer a military discount you have any and i'm like well i don't have anything like on hand proving that i'm a veteran like i could dig up my dd 214 somewhere probably but at least if i go in there and i get an id card from the va i can i can show that to them like yep here you go see look it says air force veteran you know but I knew, I knew after getting off the phone with the pharmacy that I was like, well, I know I'm covered with the VA because I've also, like, after January 1st, I got a letter from the VA saying basically it was like the letter showing, like, proof of me, uh, medical coverage for the year or whatever. That you're, oh, this is proof showing you're covered all year. I'm like, well, I mean, that's interesting. Technically, even without my job, I had med- I had uh, insurance all year. so. So I thought, well, when I get on the road, I'll give a, you know, to, when I get on the road to head, to head out with my load, I'll go ahead and give the gig. And so I, I called, of course, like, I guess it's after hours at so that point, it's think six o'clock when I called. And, uh, explained the situation to her, told her, like, yeah, you know, got Blue Cross through my, uh, through my work. And, um, you know, I'm a recent diabetic diagnosis and need a, you know, it's one of the medications, one of the shots that uh, my insurance really doesn't cover anything. Cause I guess I have a high ass deductible and I know I'm covered through the VA, but I didn't know how good it is and it didn't cover anything. So if you could shine some light on that, that would be awesome. And that's what she was telling me, that like, well, actually, for, like, tier one, prescriptions, um, like, generic, like, the, like, like it's, like, copays, like, six bucks. For tier two, it's, like, ten bucks for a 30-day supply like... Up to like 20 or 25 for like a 90 day supply and tier three she was hold on let me bring up that what, what what's the medication called? i said Majaro she was okay she said, yeah that's tier three it's name brand she was they don't have any op- any off-brand for that right i said no unfortunately not i
1: said
0: so when i was on the phone with the insurance company i was asking them if there was any kind of a generic for the uh for the shots she said basically they're all name brand right now
1: so
0: I said, yeah i kind of figured as much so all right so that's name brand that's tier three so i guess that i guess it sounded like it was like it's like 12 or 15 dollars for one month and up to like 40 dollars for a three-month supply and i said that is still a hell of a lot better than what i'm being quoted right now because they're quoting to be almost like 250 for a single month she goes oh wow i'm like yeah so i was like so what do i have to do i was like like, I'm assuming, do I have to like establish an actual primary care doctor with the VA? Do I have a primary care civilian doctor? And she was, yeah, you have to get in there and get seen by one of their doctors, and, and they, if they determine, or they have to, they determine that you, if you need it, and then they'll prescribe it. And you can actually pick it up there at the VA uh, hospital. I'm like. All right, I'm like, I'm not looking forward to going downtown and dealing with that, but if I can get the med I need for a lot cheaper and not have to, not have to be paying out a couple hundred every month just for one, one uh, month of, uh, of the medication, and so I got to call them on Monday and deal with that, you know, but but at least I, I went from, well, crap, I'm not going to be able to keep continuing the shot unless I want to pay 240 bucks for the. For the medication right now, and it's funny. is <laughs> talking talk about high health care costs. You know, because don't get me wrong, I love insurance, but you know, I think like that's probably one of the main reasons that if we were to move out of the country. My wife is constantly sending me things from like other countries. Like, look at this house. Oh my god, Switzerland, Ireland. You know, and I'm like, eh. I'm like, she's like, hey. hey like, you could drive over there, they, they, like, they have like, a need for drivers on the cab, but I don't know if it would be as, I guess, lucrative as driving over here. You know, because over here, like, we could make decent money as drivers, but I don't know if it's like going overseas over, over there, and if it's like you basically just get enough to make a or make enough to get by, you know. But the appealing thing for me would be uh, the uh, universal healthcare. You know, being able to basically not have to worry about like, well, are you getting help? Do you get health insurance with your job? Is the health insurance going to pay anything? Because a lot of health insurance, sadly nowadays, you got to really like, you can pay a high premium per month and have them basically give you just a copay every month instead of a, a high high deductible. But majority of the time, like if you're anything like anything like me, when you sign up for health insurance through your job, you're looking at, well, that's. So one I picked was, like, for the family, like, 160 bucks per week covering me, my wife, and my, my youngest. Because Allie and Salix weren't home yet at that point. Even though they were back, like, they moved back in two weeks later, so I was like, well, crap. I was like, I could have literally covered you guys on my insurance, but I can't do it now because it's not up in enrollment. <laughs> but, but one of the funny things about having a, a, a huge-ass deductible... Having to meet it before the insurance will actually pay, you know, how it pay and stuff. My wife recently, because of the uh, ice that we had in Nashville, uh, when she she was at work one of the days, uh, that it was really icy, and she slipped and fell, and her, you know, her uh, her employer, her boss, took her to the ER. And uh, sorry, I had a yacht on you there. But Her boss, the chef in her uh, restaurant, took her to the ER, and uh, basically could be, be covered with workers' comp and all that. But ER visit, and I guess some X-rays and stuff. We were, we did, we got a, a bill from that that medical office today, almost three thousand bucks. <laughs> I was like, I know there's only two things on there, ER charge for like 1500 $1, and. Uh, the X-rays for like twelve or fourteen or whatever. 100%. It was like twenty-eight hundred dollars for like the total visit or whatever. I I literally showed that to her and I said, like, um, I love, and she's like, what the. I was like, yeah, I was like, what's this for? Him? She was, that's freaking that should be covered by workers' comp. So I have to tell him, I have to talk to my boss about that or whatever. So she she called got him on the phone and she was yeah, um, I got a bill. And basically he said, Yeah, don't worry about it, just bring the bill in and we're gonna take care of it. <laughs> I was like I was like, can we have them bill insurance and then he could go ahead and still pay it and then that, that for eight, twenty eight hundred bucks come off our deductible. <laughs> That that'll put us like within like fifteen hundred. We'll still order our deductible for the year. But I said, so if we have any issues, I guess that's why I've heard. So I had somebody told me a while back that, like, if you have to do anything, anything big that's gonna cost like two or three thousand, like medical wise, like gotta go have a surgery or whatever. <laughs> they said, go do it at the beginning of the year, like like first part of January, and, ha- and that'll fully tap your your uh, deductible, and then the rest of the year, basically, everything's paid. I said, well, that makes sense, versus like do it at the end of the year, and you basically just pay the rest of your deductible with that, and then, but then you start over in January. <laughs> so, that's why I was like, I was inspired to talk about this on, you know, that topic on this Real Talk Tuesday, because, you know, it's like, insurance is great, but it sucks at the same time. Like you know, because you got these, especially like I'm, I'm now, as a diabetic myself, I now understand when I, I hear diabetics talk about how hard it is for them to be able to get their medications because they can't afford it. I'm like, well, yeah, because like hell, one of my med- medications is fucking thirteen hundred bucks, and insurance like, well, we dropped it to a thousand. Oh, great, thanks. Can't, still can't get it. And they're like, oh, we, we applied a discount card, got it down to 300. Oh, great, cool, thanks. Still can't do it. <laughs> but you got to pay $2,000 in rent. It's like, all right, do I pay rent or do I pay for this medication? Well, I mean, at least if I'm not on the medication, the rent's paid, I have a place to live, right? <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of you can relate. It's like, do I pay this bill or do I pay, do I pay this bill? You know, do I take care of this or do I pay for pay the apartment complex? Pay the mortgage, or whatever. Or it's like, do I pay the car payment or do I get this prescription? You know, it's like, well, I need my car to need my RAM to be able to get to and from work because I'm not going to Uber. You know, got it. That's one of the things, constantly pushing forward and stuff, trying to make out, trying to make little, even if it's little progress. You know, baby steps. You know, so. Talking to the wife a little bit about that as far as moving forward and stuff tonight, because she, I'm pretty sure she hasn't tuned in on any of my uh, any of my episodes, especially my uh, Story Time Friday episodes, because she <laughs> she made a comment earlier about like that uh, you know when 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 I'm off and when I'm, when we're all at home and I might you know towards the tail end of the night I might get my computer out and go ahead and be working on the, the story for that week. I know you're working on your book, and, like, I'm curi- I'd am really love to see what it's about, but I know that you're working on it and stuff. And I was like, actually, like, most weeks, I'm not actually working on the book, but I'm done the writing. I'm working on the story for that week, for that Friday. You know, I have a lot for the book already, you know, but obviously it has a ways to go, but I'm more focused on keeping – I'm trying to keep uh, consistent with – schedule that I've set for the logic show you know because I'm always saying I'm I'm posting episodes every Tuesday and Friday between two and five or between five and six p.m. central time and so I'm doing everything in my power to make sure that I have them not only like like the stories written before I go back to work that week and I'm making sure that I have Tuesday's episode already set up so that way all I have to do is do the edits put the background music in there, get it scheduled so that it'll automatically post at the designated time on Tuesday because I'm, you know, trying to be dependable trying to be reliable, trying to be consistent and you know so I know obviously I need to like whenever I have any extra time that I'm not having to commit to other things, then I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on there and be working on some of the other parts for the for the book, you know that I'm working on stuff. But I'm not I'm not really in a hurry. For That I know that I can finish that at my own pace, and I can um, you know get it you know edited, get it you know formatted it, formatted. I think I said formatted it like, yeah, I'm tired. But, I get that ready to go, and not have to get it published, and not have to really worry too much about a time frame, you know, versus like, this, this show, you know, it's all about doing what you gotta do, pushing forward, one foot in front of the other, taking it day by day, week by week, you know, you know what I always say, all my different sayings I have, you know. And, I don't want to, you know. I figure I owe it to you guys to do what do what I do what I'm currently doing and do what I have to do to keep all these episodes posting on time. So that way, you know, I can be here every week for you guys. So, but it's interesting because she made that comment about a. Uh, you know, working on the book and blah blah, blah. and I, I was like actually it's not the book i'm working on but she would know that if she listed <laughs> so i was like yeah okay you know no, it's no big deal and maybe i'll send them send the text versions you know from my computer maybe i'll forward those to her so she can actually read them herself. you know but I, I can i get it you know i'm, I'm her husband so you know like be weird. I guess she, maybe she thinks it'd be just a little, little, weird listening to her husband talk on a pod on a podcast. You know? But, you know, but she's like, "Well, I support you as best I can. Like, whenever you share them on Facebook and stuff, I like it. You know, and I like it on Instagram. I'm like, cool. All right. Well, I appreciate that. Thanks. You know. So any support is good support. You know. Obviously, I'd love for her to listen to the stories so she could actually hear what I've been writing versus assume that I'm working on something else. <laughs> But hey, it's all good, you know. So, but guys, you know, it's like we're dealing with insurance and medications and stuff. I'm sure a lot of you, I'm sure a lot of people out there can pretty much relate to the issue I'm having where there's some certain medications, or, or either you got to see a specialist and your insurance doesn't cover crap. Like, hell, two visits to my endocrinologist, I got a bill for 500 bucks. Of course, I got got charged out of the nose for uh, when when she was doing blood work. So I was like, wow, okay, two visits and a $500 bill? Oh, wow, okay. I haven't gotten a bill from when I saw my primary care, though, so I wonder if that was fully covered because of preventative. Which, technically, you'd figure the specialist for the diabetes, that should be... You know something was covered too because technically it's something I have to do, it's not like I'm just going and seeing a specialist to check out this random, random issue. It's like, no, I have diabetes and I need to see an endocrinologist about the treatment for that.
1: <laughs>
0: but hey, it's all good, you know. But so, you know, here's hoping that uh, cause I'm, I'm kind of worried about getting in touch with the VA and then be like, well, we can get you in, in a couple of weeks. All right, well, but I have with my weight, it has actually come down since I've been on the shot, but I know when I was offered for a week, I went up by a couple pounds again. You know, and that week I noticed it was a lot harder to drive between Illinois and Nashville without wanting to stop and grab a snack. You know, because the shots help with your appetite a little bit, so instead of wanting to snack, you, you'll basically you'll eat, you'll feel full quicker and it, it'll, not, it'll make you basically not feel get the munchies, I guess, would be the right way to describe it, you know. So, so I'm not looking forward to possibly being off the shot for too long, but hopefully I can get in there and get seen, and I, I don't know how, basically, if I get in there and, and uh, he does blood work, obviously his results are not going to show the same as what my my main doctor did it. So I think when I talk to them, I'll have to be like, look, uh, can you you know, get in touch with the other doctor or I technically have all the results on an app, on the health app on my phone. Because whenever they've done blood work, I actually get the results myself. That's how I'm able to message them on the same app. So I'm hoping that maybe I can get my, my VA doctor my future VA doctor because I don't have one right now. <laughs> but get my future VA doctor in touch with my endocrinologist so she can share the information with him or her I don't know if it's going to be a male or female doctor and uh, that way they can confirm yeah he does have a diagnosis because I mean I'll come in and do blood work for the VA I don't care but it would be a lot easier for my, the civilian doctor to um, you know forward all the blood work information or if I can forward it from the app or whatever Give them all the information that they need, so that way they don't have to run blood again to be like, well, yeah. I mean, we don't see that you're you're pretty good. Your your blood sugar is actually down. Oh well, yeah, because I've been on metformin and I'm doing the, the, the glucose meter to check my blood level, blood sugar levels. So I'm actually actively working on it. And so, so if anything I'm low, you know. So it's a funny story with that too is. Like what I said earlier about it was like 69, you know, on my, uh, for like my blood sugar levels. Best staring, you know, the wife or whatever. It was like, yeah, it's pretty. Uh, I said, I just bottomed out. I thought I was 69. Like, she was, please eat something. I said, I'm going to. So I got my food right here. I, I I checked my blood sugar before I eat. I was like, bud, it's been like five hours. So she was grab like candy, like hard candy or juice or something. I was like, well, I might stop halfway back at uh, Arby's, you know, because. I've noticed like I told the wife I said I have noticed that like if I if my recent stuff that I might have eaten is a little bit higher in starches or carbs but not as much protein then that might temporarily show a decent blood sugar and then later on I'll, it'll show like it's like way low like it's bottomed out or whatever she goes yep yeah, pretty much I was like well I'm like I have been thinking for a minute that I need to like whenever I do my uh, food shopping to do my uh, meal prep for the week, maybe I should get like one or two packs of those like crackers, the peanut butter crackers or cheese crackers, and bring like one or two packs out with me each day. So that way, in between Nashville and Illinois, you can have a pack, at least one pack of crackers, to kind of like you know keep my uh, blood sugar from you know hitting hitting the low, or whatever. Because that is the first time literally when I did that that test after you put the drop of blood on your, your little, your little uh, test room it does a little has three little uh, digital rows I guess They go across the screen for a minute and then it pops up with your, your sugar level usually just shows it as a solid number well this one was flashing and I was like that's weird why is it flashing it like, oh 69 oh crap Like anything below 70 is not good so I guess I need to it's all about I always thought that having diabetes you're always way too high, but you know, now I'm with the treatment, now I'm having to like plan out all right, I gotta eat every couple hours, at least something to try to like maintain a decent blood sugar or whatever, you know? So
1: it's
0: a learning curve, but I, that, that 69 definitely worried me or whatever, but that's why the wife said, please eat. I'm, like, I'm gonna. So, of course, you know. Uh, I was told. Oh, and uh, Allie made pancakes or made waffles, you know, at home for dinner. And I guess they're making. So midnight it is. So I'll probably be stopping at Arby's. She goes, No, no. There's there's plenty of there's plenty of waffles here. There's plenty for everybody. I said, Yeah, but love. I don't like waffles by themselves. Are great, but they're a little like just by themselves are way too starchy for just to eat those by themselves for a meal. I said yeah I would be like oh cool my blood sugar would spike up and then I would crash out again so I said maybe if I I said maybe I'll fry up a couple of eggs with it you know and have, have the bacon eggs and some the uh, waffles she goes yeah bacon eggs bacon and eggs would definitely be better with the waffles but you know Allie worked hard I was like yeah I know I'm not saying I'm not complaining I'm just saying that for me coming home and stuff I'm all like when I'm thinking meals usually i borrow of the protein kind of guy you know like with fam at home, they could all make pancakes. They're like, hey, cool, there's pancakes, cool. Or like that, you know. And so I'll, I'll fry up some eggs. Like, what you didn't want just pancakes? I'm like, no, not really. I'm like, I need pro- I need some protein to go with that because you know, just the starches and the carbs is like can't do it. You know, I can do a little bit, but, but hey, yeah, you know, it's all good, you know. But so you know, just know that if you're if you're <laughs> if you're out there dealing with this. Uh, insurance, and high medication costs, unaffordability and all that crap. Just know that you guys aren't alone because I'm dealing with that right now. (laughs) But I'm hoping once I get it, because I told my friend Kirsten about it. I was like, yeah, I might be getting in and uh, dealing with the VA as far as my medical insurance, which which would be interesting because I thought, well, if I start getting covered with them, especially if my wife uh, switches jobs, I don't know if she's going to, but if she ever switches jobs, gets a health insurance with a, you know, gets better health insurance because the health insurance at the restaurant she works at kind of sucks, like doesn't cover anything. So that's why I got her covered with mine, but I'm like, if I get covered through the VA, then if she gets health insurance through another employer, I might be like, go ahead and get you and Zoe covered with your work so I can cancel my current medical insurance with my job because that'll put at about about 160 extra dollars on my check each week and I won't be paying out. So on weeks I do a full week if I'm not, if I'm taking home, let's just throw numbers out, let's say I'm taking home 1300 after taxes deduct or taxes, insurance, all that stuff. But, but let's say I cancel my insurance, that means I'll be, it'll be like 1450 that I would take home on this, you know, depending on the, cause that obviously like that's just a random, that's just a theoretical number because some weeks I might lose a day, other, other weeks I might do an extra load. So it's like, you know, I might average a certain amount. If I'm consistently doing my my route for five days every week and not having to do anything else or not losing a day, but thankfully I had one day or right when I got paid this week actually last for last week I had two days I think it was, what was it yeah I think I had two days that it's like when was it Thursday and Friday I think. Yeah, because we ran Tuesday and Wednesday for my load, and then Thursday it canceled. So they, the team that was coming, they were already coming down with a load to Nashville. But then we canceled because we didn't have a load from Atlanta. So they sent the team all the way to Atlanta. So Thursday and Friday, I was doing uh, other stuff. And then Saturday, we our, our load ran again that night. But because I was doing other stuff, it maybe didn't pay quite as well as what I normally do, but at least it was paying a a good percentage of it. My check was maybe about 100 bucks shy of what it normally is, which I was like, okay, well that's better than losing 300 because of one day, you know, but thankfully this week we did five days, so. It's like, I like the consistency, you know? Gotta keep the consistent. Miles, keeping consistent paychecks. Because when I first started doing doing this route back in March of last year, um, there were a lot of, like, the first, literally the first two months, it felt like every week I was losing two days. Like, randomly get a text, yeah, we're to cancel Well, crap. So, they said, so what am I doing? They're like, well, they're trying to find you something. I'm like, okay. And then a lot of those days, I would just say, screw it. I would go out, well, you know, when I'm not here for my boss, I would go out with my, my, my uh, kiddo, and uh, we'd go hit Goodwill and we'd walk around and we'd go grab some food, whatever. And every so often, late at night, I would get a message saying, Hey, uh, Nashville has such and such food in the market cold. But majority of those nights, I was just off. Like, I wouldn't work, so I wouldn't hear anything, so I'd stay home. And I normally, my routine is basically to do majority adult beverages on my days off, on my, my weekend, technically. But during those weeks, i would go out on the days that i wasn't working like by 8 30 9 o'clock at night i'm like well i guess i'm off so i would go grab grab a couple of the usual drinks whatever bring them home chill out chill out watching netflix whatever while enjoying enjoy my drinks the next day do the same thing wake up that afternoon find out if it's running and then if it's not wait till 8 9 o'clock at night before we're finding out yep they don't have anything okay so after <laughs> After about two months of dealing with that, I finally reached out to the higher-ups above my boss. I went above his head and basically said, like, this is is a problem because, like, I came over here because I was told, hey, you're going to make better money than where you're at. But I haven't been. I've been falling behind on bills because of this, you know. My boss reached out. And basically, we touched base. And he was like, "Well, because I got these backup runs that I now have available. That if your run cancels, I can get you on something." Else. I said, Sorry, I said, that's all I care about. I said, "I don't." I said, "When I'm off on my normal days, I feel fine. But when I'm off on a day I'm supposed to be working, I feel out of it because I know that even though I'm off, yes, I'm home it out with know, fam, but mentally I'm thinking I need to be working. Like I'm not supposed to be off today. It's weird, you know. So, but." you know, Thankfully, everything's consistent now. It's just dealing with the trying to be able to get the medications and the insurance to cover it or whatever. And then, basically, if I, like I said, if I go through the VA, I might have to find, figure out a way that I can get the wife and kiddo covered without having to be through my job. Because if I'm not using it, there's no point in me having insurance just to cover them and not myself. But at the same time, that might be our only option for right now. I might have to hold on well, actually well net plus net. you know when I come to open and roll it again. I can possibly try to Look into which one might be better So that I, I'm not having to do a high deductible because blue cross basically said when you come to open and roll it again if you want to call us and talk to, like Tell us what, like what options you have we can tell you which one's the better one for better fit for what you have to Cover like high cost medication and stuff said so, alright cool. So I might be going that route next October or whatever the open enrollment happens or whatever, and basically call them and be like, look, this is what I have. I really need these medications covered. Which one is, which one of these cover those? So I said, I, I don't really want to do just a high deductible. And, you know, you got to beat that before we'll even pay anything because that kind of sucks. Cause then it's like, well, what's the point of having the insurance? if I got to pay six grand out of pocket before you guys recover shit. You know, I've never understood that, you know, it's, but I guess that's a way that insurance can, uh, get your you know they could not have to pay out because basically you're paying your premium but in order for them to pay you got to be this high ass this really high deductible whatever and you know it's like wow okay (laughs) so anyway guys on that note i think I'll i'll go ahead and leave you with that but you know my you know what I want to say guys. Keep pushing forward, keep leaving. Don't let little th- don't let things like, you know, if you're dealing with the same issues I am right now with the healthcare costs, insurance not paying for stuff, high cost prescriptions that you're having trouble affording because insurance again will only pay a part of it. It's like you're we're paying for insurance so that they can help us with what we need to get medically and stuff. But then you, you're paying insurance, and they're like, "Well, we'll, we'll pay it after you pay three thousand, three, four, or five thousand bucks of your deductible." Like well, that kind of sucks. <laughs> Versus like car insurance, you can have a plan where it's like five hundred, like a five hundred dollar or two fifty deductible before our insurance will pay, which is a hell of a lot better than, we gotta pay 5000 of medical expenses before we'll cover anything.
1: Like, we'll all right.
0: So, you know, don't let little stuff like that get you down. Just, uh, you know, especially if you're a veteran, that's one thing that, one, one thing I wanted to recommend. You know, if you're a veteran and you're dealing with, like, really bad insurance coverage through your job, go to the VA and uh, talk to them, because, like, um, I guess, like I said, like, I didn't know what it even entailed, what it covered, because I had never used my VA insurance before, um, but it sounds to me like I might actually be able to get that $1,300 prescription for, like, 20 bucks a month, probably, and I'm like, I'll live, I can live with that, you know, i would love to find out if they can send that if i get stolen, get paid that 20 bucks but have it go through my regular pharmacy so i don't have to go downtown because that would be even better <laughs> or maybe i can have them ship it i might be able to have them ship it to me that'd be kind of cool i'm doubting it but i guess i'll find out <laughs> but keep pushing for it, guys keep leaving you know, one foot for the other one day at a time one week at a time i uh, believe you can believe you will and you're already halfway there and then you just have to go out there and do it you know and um, aside from that I appreciate you guys being here thanks for tuning in and hanging out with me here on this Real Talk Tuesday and I look forward to hanging out with you guys when I read you guys the next story I write for Storytime Friday You guys on episode 66, I think. No, I think 67. That's the problem when I get when I get towards the end of recording these episodes. It's like, it's like which episode is it again? <laughs> so we'll talk to you guys on the next one, guys. You guys have a good one. Be safe out there, and we'll talk to you soon. Have a good one.